0: The human race some kind of love and ride i'll be sliding down i'll be gliding down try not to try too hard it's just a lovely ride
1: you're listening to turning hard times into good times with your host jay taylor If you have a question or comment about today's show, Jay would love to hear from you at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to Taylor at MiningStocks.com. That's the letter J, Taylor, at MiningStocks.com. Now, back to our program.
2: Welcome back to Turning Hard Times. I am your host Jay Taylor and I'm really pleased to have with me Malcolm Stevens he is the president and CEO of Sphere Resources uh, trades uh, in the Toronto Exchange under the symbol SPH.H 107 million shares outstanding and selling at something less than 10 cents I think seven or eight cents per share welcome Malcolm to turning hard times into good times
3: thanks Jay nice to be with you again
2: and uh, have I got that price more or less right
3: Absolutely, Jay. I think we spoke early last year, uh, probably in the first half and uh, for the first time and our stock was around one and a half cents. So, uh, yeah, so we've got progress, a good, but very good progress.
2: A good uh, good percentage move, but still uh, at uh, seven or eight cents, you're, you're trading considerably below a $10 million market cap. And, uh, you know, that uh, it, it may or may not be cheap. Uh, it's cheap if you have good quality assets, if you've got assets, if you've got something of value at least if you have something of speculative value you're in the Red Lake area the prolific Red Lake area of Ontario talk to us about what you have in uh, in Red Lake
3: yeah jay we we've uh, made extraordinary gains in Red Lake over the last 12 months beyond our expectations and certainly uh, um, performed better than we expected we we originally got our foot in the door in the Dome property which is uh, if you like between the famous Red Lake mine of goldcorp and the uh, the Madsen trend um, of the old Phoenix uh, mine, etc., mm-hmm. and we, uh, we we put together that with uh, a company out of uh, Vancouver called uh, Global Mining that was concentrating on developing assets in Europe, mm-hmm. and uh, we ended into a joint venture with them. We then brought on board uh, Duncan Park to farm in with us, and they are putting up the expiration dollars, and uh, we we have a right to claw back uh, should they be successful to fifty one percent. Mm-hmm. We we announced recently that we are, have bought out global mining of their um, of their 25% interest remaining in the project. That says FIA will be a director run of 25% and then have a right to claw back a further 51% from Duncan Park should they be successful.
0: Mm-hmm. The key to
3: our strategy in Red Lake was to uh, expand the areas as quickly as possible. We've now done that, we've got all the ad- adjoining landowners, we've just bought Uh, Through the Dome uh, property, we had uh, 1,800 acres, sorry, and uh, we've just bought the McManus property, which was announced early in the new year, or early in December, I should say, last year, and that was a further uh, 1,200 acres. So we're we're a very significant landowner now, uh, bordering on the mega precious metals property, which is doing those very deep holes down to about 3,000 metres. On the continuation of the... uh, Red Lake uh, mine as such and they're right on trend and they're into the right ore body and and with a bit of luck it may well continue to the zones of interest on our properties as well uh,
2: what do you know about what do you know about your properties uh, how much exploration work's been done there so far
3: Jay that's a very good question you know about fifty to sixty percent of the areas we've got are, are on lake and mm-hmm. right up north of the uh, town of Red Lake. Uh, so that was one of the challenges for us, is, is how do we uh, we approach that whole exploration program. Um, we've we've really cracked it in the sense that um, we've got a huge geophysical program going on over all the 3,000 acres right now. It started, in fact, a week ago. Um, the line cutting and, and the geophysical down to about 500 metres over the lake because it's frozen, as you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and onto the land. So... Uh, This follows up a smaller geophysical program we did uh, on only the south part of the dome property last year, Um, and we've got some drilling targets from that. We're reserving drilling those targets until we uh, we complete the deeper program of IP down to 500 metres now over the whole of our acreage. Mm -hmm. That'll that'll bring us about, we we hope, some uh, very significant targets on the... uh, Two north-south trends that run down from, uh, if you like, the Bonanza side of Red Lake and the Red Lake Mine from Goldcorp, right through down to the, uh, if you like, the the Madsen properties, and uh, we're in the middle. And there's some, uh, uh, you know, deformation zones going from east to west. If you look at the, the structural features of Red Lake, discovery by Goldcorp, they got a lovely uh, structural feature, deformation zone going from east to west across the north-south lying trend and we've got the same down below it's not been explored Jay uh, to answer you there's been very few holes ever drilled here. the only uh, real uh, hole that was being drilled came up with about in 1936 uh, um, over an ounce at over two meters Um, Mm. and and they're the sort of things we'll be following up following the um, uh, geophysical programs which are underway now in in the the summer on the land side and back next winter on to the lake hopefully with targets there
2: so you're uh, so you're waiting until this deeper geophysics um, geophysics results to to start establishing drill targets is that right The five hundred yeah, 500 yeah <laughs> to,
3: to finalize all our drill targets and that'll be uh-huh. uh, you know you'd be aware Jay that a lot of the, uh, the, the best mines in Red Lake have been found at depth sometimes oh, yeah. around no, 700 no. meters and below now 500 meters will give us great knowledge and we'll do some drilling on the best targets to see what it uncovers in terms of rock features and structures that we know are there Um, and that'll allow us then to do more ip at much deeper um, targets um, Mm -hmm. at that time so it'll be a a combination of continual ip with uh, drilling as we go from here and that that ip should be finished and that we're doing now uh, at the end of March, and uh, I would imagine we'd have our full reports out in April to uh, get ready for the drilling program in the summer season on the land side.
2: But you did, there was one historical hole that, that graded it over an ounce, uh, over two meters, in 1936, yep. you say, and what depth was that?
3: Uh, I, I don't recall offhand, Jay. Yeah. But um, what would have it been within 500 the, uh, meters? Um, it would been, I know the drilling was less than three hundred meters. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. Very yeah. good. So, yeah. so when might you uh, actually get around to drilling, and do you have financing for that?
3: Oh, well, Jay, you've asked a, a very good question. there. We've, we've adopted a very innovative approach to our whole exploration program at Red Lake, and soon to be in Nevada, um, in the Carlin trends uh, and the and the Rain Northumberland trends. Um, we, we don't need to put up any cash. We have cash uh, this uh, first half of the year from our sale of the Argentine assets coming in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Some uh, funds from the sale of our African assets, which uh, are finally being consummated, as we speak, uh, a couple of years on. Um, so we're going to be, uh, have a balance sheet that's cashed up. Uh, we're going to have uh, no costs in terms of expiration because Duncan Park's obligation is to do all the expiration on the uh, Red Lake properties. We've done a similar deal into the U.S. in the Nevada properties that we uh, took up recently. And uh, the new partner there, Spartan Gold, is going to do the exploration for us on those. And we're a little bit different deal. We don't have a clawback, but we have a right to do the feasibility study should they find something and earn an equal interest in 70% of those two projects in Nevada.
2: Hmm. Well, it, it certainly seems like you have a lot going on. How much? Uh, how much money did you get from the sale of your Argentinian assets? It's just under a million dollars. Uh, okay. Okay, and uh, and so you're cashed up, and you don't need to raise raise more capital now, which is always a reassuring thing. You can uh, for for existing shareholders, and you can then hopefully uh, have some success in your drill drill results and see your share price rise uh, dramatically before you have to raise some capital. I guess that's always the the hope,
3: isn't it? That's that's what junior exploration companies are all about at the end of the day. And And uh, we're we're in that fortunate position that we we haven't had to go to shareholders to do all this. Um, The Argentine asset came via a private investment of mine that I put into the company when the company was trading at two cents. But of course, under the stock exchange rules, uh, I had to do the deal at five cents. So our shareholders <laughs> got a real win out of that as well. You know, they got a, yeah. uh, some uh, effective some cash at five cents when the shares were trading at two cents, which is a nice yeah. little win for the company.
2: Well, we we certainly wish you well. We'll be watching. Uh, Sphere Resources is a stock on my on my list, so my my subscribers have done well because we did pick it up at those lower levels. I can't remember exactly <laughs> where, did. but it was a couple of cents per share. So you know but of course uh, the the desire and the goal here is for something much bigger than a six seven or eight cent stock I know and with some luck I mean these are the kinds of companies that can just can really rise dramatically percent in percentage terms with some successful drilling and we didn't have time we're really out of time now we don't have time to talk much about your uh, Nevada properties but but let's just take a minute tell us a little bit about them and uh, those are early exploration projects as well I suppose
3: well, yes and no, Jay. It's just like the Red Lake strategy. We we, we, we got in a uh, foot in the door next to the big camps, the successful mining projects. Red Lake, the richest uh, mine in the world today. Um, and we've taken the same strategy into Nevada, got right next door to an uh, project that's being developed by Newmont, as I just said earlier. And uh, other companies have come in there, such as Premier Gold recently and paid get monies to get into there, to buy some resources. Premier Gold, as you know, is in Red Lake and is a well-known Canadian company. Um, other companies that you're aware of, I know Ally Nevada is an adjoining neighbour of ours at Poker Flats next to Emigrant uh, Project of Newmont. So we, we've got a huge track of land that we've put together right next to uh, very successful companies. And that's right, been that's... our strategy because gold is usually found where gold is, Jay. It's so that's simple from our perspective.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. The best place to look for gold is next to an existing gold mine, as they say. Well, Malcolm, unfortunately, we are out of time, but tell our listeners do you have a website where they can track your progress?
3: Absolutely. Uh, www.sphereresources.com.
2: That's S P H E R E resources.com, right?
3: That's it. One word, yep.
2: Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Malcolm, for for sharing uh, your company's progress with our listeners. We look forward to having you on again sometime. Folks, don't go away. I'm going to be right back with a former Canadian analyst, Ted Ohashi, uh, and a friend of mine, and I, uh, also working with me uh, at Investment Pitch on the advisors uh, panel. So we'll be right back with Ted Ohashi. Don't go away.
4: Briggis Gold is a growing gold producer with expected production of about 85,000 ounces of gold this year from its Black Fox mine in the Timmins Gold District in Canada. Next door to Black Fox, Briggis has the exciting Gray Fox Pike River Gold Project. Briggis is also advancing its Gold Fields Project in Saskatchewan, Canada, and its promising exploration projects in Mexico and the Dominican Republic. All of its gold assets are in low-risk operating jurisdictions. Consider Briggis as your gold investment choice. Briggis is listed on the mx and tsx under the symbol brd dasha capital is offering the world's first and only corporate stockpile of rare earth minerals giving investors the ability to participate in the physical ownership of these critical elements without the associated mining and execution risk rare earth elements are used in many industries, from aerospace and automotive to high-tech and green tech. Dasha Capital is listed on the TSX.V in Toronto under the symbol DAC and on the OTCQX in the U.S. under symbol DCHAF. Please visit www.dashacapital.com to learn more. That's D-A-C-H-A-Capital.com.
1: When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network.
0: human race some kind of love and ride i'll be sliding down i'll be gliding down try not to try too hard it's just a love ride
1: you're listening to turning hard times into good times with your host jay taylor if you have a question or comment about today's show Jay would love to hear from you at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to Jay Taylor at miningstocks.com. That's the letter J, Taylor, at
2: miningstocks.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back to Turning Hard Times and Good Times. I am your host, Jay Taylor, and I'm really pleased to have with me a friend and former canadian analyst ted ohashi welcome ted hi
0: jay thanks for having me on the show today
2: well, really good to have you uh... we're going to have you as a as a regular guest as a spokesperson for investment pitch dot com investment dot com you and i are both on the advisory board of investment dot com it's a company uh... that is using cutting-edge technology uh, for the dissemination of financial uh, information, uh, stock information, and I have been uh, privileged to learn to know these fellows. Actually, filmed 14 videos, uh, CEO videos, which people can watch at jtaylormedia.com. That's J A Y T A Y L O R media.com. Uh, American Manganese, that we talked about earlier in the show, is one of them. You can go there to watch it. Uh, so, Ted and I are involved with investmentpitch.com. Investment Pitch is a private company, will be going public in the near future. There is a private placement opportunity. For uh, accredited investors, but we're also going to talk uh, to Ted about a, a Belizean gold mining opportunity, also a private company. Uh, Ted, talk to us about the uh, the gold project. It's an alluvial or, or uh, property in uh, Belize. Uh, talk to us about that company, if you would. And it's still private, right?
0: Yes, it is, Jay. It um, uh, Belize is uh, located in Central America. Uh, it's uh, formerly the British Honduras, so a lot of uh Belizean uh law government the, the um, language is English uh and so there are a lot of uh, basic advantages like that uh our property uh has a proven record of production from uh, alluvial or placer mining um, and uh so what we did was we acquired this property uh last Christmas uh, just a couple of months ago uh and now we're uh moving forward to put it into production and uh one of the advantages of alluvial mining is um, once we start, uh, we'll be producing gold within about 30 days.
2: Okay. Uh, how much gold do you expect to produce? Um, how much might investors expect you to produce? It's, it's small-scale, isn't it, uh, Ted?
0: Yeah, well, it, it, it is small-scale in the sense that, uh, that this is our first concession there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so uh, we look to do about a million and a half dollars net uh... in the first twelve months of operation Um, uh... then uh... we can double that by adding a second shift uh... there are additional uh... areas in belize where we can acquire concessions from the government uh... so there's significant growth prospects in the revenue side of things and as well uh... where this particular concession is located And one of the things that really attracted us to it Uh, is the fact that there's gold exploration potential. Uh, There's uh, quite a large um, geochemical gold anomaly uh, that uh, exists between the river that we're currently on uh, and the next river over, which is also Mm -hmm. gold-bearing. And the nature of the gold that they've been extracting um, suggests that it hasn't traveled far to get to where it is. In other words, it's not well... um, worn uh, there 's uh, many cases where uh, the uh, gold flakes are still attached to the host rock, um, and so uh, we think that there 's a very good um, exploration opportunity to find the source of the gold uh, that 's in both of these rivers
2: mm-hmm. so that uh, just maybe so that for the benefit of people who aren 't that familiar with gold mining when you have rivers and uh, you have rivers containing gold usually. Laying at at lower elevations, that you would have some hard rock or some source, some origin of that that's been eroded over millions of years, and and the gold is washed down from the rocks into the streams. So I guess your target then is to find that load source of this gold that's in the streams. Is that it? That's right.
0: That that's exactly right, Jay. And uh, and we have a good lead on that because of the geochemical work that's been done. Um, I mean, uh, if you go back 15 years, BHP was uh... in this region and then uh... after them a couple of uh, smaller companies uh... and and now ourselves so um, we're we will probably be the first ones to uh... to take a serious run uh... at the exploration potential um, and uh... based on what uh... uh our geologists are telling us um, it's looking very good
2: so the strategy here then ted is to have cash flow from from this alluvial production and rather than have to go out and dilute shareholders interest rather than have to go out and raise millions of dollars uh... from the public offerings you will you're going to take the company public and raise some capital that's for sure uh, but the strategy is to use the cash flow from operations then to continue to uh... to explore and look for the mother load
0: yes that's right and, um and as you point out um, you know one of the real uh... uh downfalls of of Small companies is they need to keep issuing more and more shares uh, at uh, often depressed prices. Uh, we hope to be able to avoid that by uh, using the revenue from uh, our alluvial production uh, to finance our other activities.
2: Okay, Ted. So, uh, what? How much? How much money do you expect to raise when you go public?
0: Uh, well, uh, right now we're in our pre-public. Uh, stage and we're mm-hmm. looking to raise around uh, another half a million dollars that will get mm-hmm. us into production mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, we will uh, go through the going public stage and at that point it'll probably be uh, in the one to three million dollar range
2: okay but here's the thing now if you can if you as a private company can establish some earnings then you'll be in the catbird seat to get a very a much higher price when you go public right
0: that's exactly right yep
2: Okay, what are you offering people now in the way of private placements? What, and this must be accredited investors, obviously, yep. people uh, that, that meet that criteria. What, uh, what are you offering in the way of private placements? Uh, Ten-cent shares or, or what? what? No, what's... no,
0: the, these are five-cent shares. They're exactly okay. the same shares that we've issued uh, last fall uh, to raise the money to acquire this property. Um, and so, uh, you know, you're in, you're, you're in the same boat in the same situation with everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, And, as you point out, uh, if in a few months, uh, when we've got some production behind us, uh, then we'll be in good shape.
2: So your share structure, once you go public, then you might be looking at how many shares more or less.
0: Uh, well, we may have uh, in the range of uh, twenty million shares.
2: Okay. All right, well, it sounds exciting ted if if there are listeners out there that might be interested. Uh, they can and they are accredited we must say they need to be accredited and their uh, definition of that i believe is a million dollars net worth and uh, 200 or 300,000 in income uh, per year they can is there a number they can call they can contact you yes
0: well i'm i'm located in uh, vancouver british columbia my number is 604-562-8131 604-562-8131 okay.
2: Okay, that's, that's great, and uh, people want to give Ted a call. Uh, I can tell you that I will be uh, investing in this company uh, in one way or another. And uh, so, Ted, I, I thank you for sharing that with us. Uh, next week, we'll hope to have you back to talk about some other ideas that you have. Sure, uh, it's, it's really been good having you, folks. <clears throat> that's all the time we have for this week. Let me just uh, remind you that you, can, that you can get a special offer for all of our newsletters at miningstocks.com. Also next week, our featured guest will be Damon Vickers. He is the author of The Day After the Dollar Crashes. I don't think you're going to want to miss this really fascinating story of Wall Street financier who has been very, very well connected to some of the highest levels in Wall Street. In closing, I want to thank the staff at Voice America for making this show logistically possible, starting with Tacey Trump, my executive producer, uh, Ruben uh, Colombe, my operations manager, Justin Jackman, my crackerjack engineer. I want to thank all of you for making this show possible. Thanks to each of you for listening, making this the number one show on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week, goodbye, and God's blessings to you.
1: For listening to turning hard times into good times with Jay Taylor. Please join us again next Tuesday at eleven a.m. Pacific Time, two p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now the thing about times the
0: time is, that time is-